Hello and welcome to this quick Think Fit Be Fit Network update. As you may have noticed, we have elevated in the iTunes um, and all the podcast platforms to a network or a channel, which means Peach Pit Fitness won't be coming into your subscriptions or your downloads until you hit the follow button on iTunes. So I'm here to do a quick intro to how that works and introduce and reintroduce our Peach Pit concepts, as well as I'm going to share a clip from the recent episode. If you aren't aware of the Peach Pit Fitness Pod, we, Meredith Mack and I, Jennifer Schwartz, are taking, we have taken, we have 11 or 12 episodes out there now, shiny fitness trends to the podcast platform to question them and have some fun while doing it. And then we love calling back some of the juiciest classics of the 90s fitness era because um, there's a few reasons, but I want to just say that this show is mostly made up of a critique where we're trying to burst some bubbles on like why things might be helpful or why they aren't helpful in the popular fitness lens. And then we really want to invite you, the audience, on a trip to learn how to question things and figure out if they are actually sensible for you. You know, how do you make sense of a new trend and not just like hit the follow button? (laughs) And of course, we love the commentary on the fitness classics of the 90s. So we are always inspired every month by these topics because we're interested in calling in more perspective and nuance to the fitness industry. Sometimes we're roasting some of these trends. Sometimes we're kind of giving them the thumbs up. We never know before we, re- we record. We do our individual research and we bring our critical thought process to the platform and the audience. There's a lot of symbolism in our little, our title. So Peach Pit is for like the current fitness obsessions around glutes and hips. And then Pit is for getting to the core of the messaging, the culture and the music. And of course, it's a it's a tip of the hat to some of the 90s culture of the Peach Pit on Beverly Hills 90210. So it's a lot of fun. Um, we think nostalgia and fitness belong together in the same conversation as examining our trends and desires for fitness because there's a connection there. There's a connection to our story as to why we why we love fitness, why we want to feel strong, why we want to feel empowered. And people have been attempting to reinvent themselves through fitness with old classic workouts over and over and over again. So why is this happening? Let's talk about it and bring some good questions to the surface. You know, we I often hear people talk about their previous status of how they used to be fit, but what if we flipped it a little bit and created some more observational perspective and healthy perspective instead of just mulling over what we used to have? And so I've observed that over and over in my career. So that's why I really feel inspired to bring these conversations into your podcast subscription downloads. So 
there's kind of an analogy to like the movies. <laughs> Remakes don't always have the magic of the original. And that's because we change, you know, our ideas change, our bodies change, our physiology, our demands change. So it's a good idea that we make peace with not recreating our past, but having gratitude for the moments of glory. And does this type of fitness that makes us feel special require that we look forward and inward to the details? So that's some of the really fun stuff Meredith and I get into. On our most recent episode, number 11, that was published February 6, 2023, we examined a fabulous video from Cindy Crawford from 1992 and had lots of jokes, but we also touched on something personal and serious, which is feeling intimidated by back training. You know, can you connect with the idea that it doesn't feel like you're accomplishing your goals and you're just like watching like someone else do the motions and then you copy them to try to recreate or create some good training benefits and adaptions for yourself? So, or are you just taking the sound bites and believing that's what you should accomplish without thinking about the elements of back training? Specifically, we go into lat training and pull downs. And we talk about how each of us have taken our dynamic goals and our fitness into our own hands. And we just want to, we, also explored the internet's advice for back training. And we also um, shared tangible tips and ideas for you, the audience, and our clients on how to create phenomenal back training routine for you. So we discuss on how prioritizing goals and focus can help the reward of back training rather than just all aesthetics. But I wanted to share a clip from this recent episode. And also, here are some of the tangible ideas that we explored with this episode. Start with your own personal story about back training. That's what Meredith and I do. Explore different upper body exercises to become more comfortable and appropriately uncomfortable. Ask yourself, what is rewarding about strength training? And then also consider the execution of an exercise. This we cover in detail, and we had a lot of fun with this in this episode. And of course, understand that you may be feeling exercises in different parts of your body, and that doesn't mean your back isn't working, okay? That's not one, that's one thing I think the internet tries to to accomplish and redirect our focus onto something, I don't know, like look at me. Anyways, so, and the idea that training with heavier weights to get strong is not always sound advice either. So I want to welcome you guys to a new era of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. And please do not forget to hit the Peach Pit follow button so that you get these monthly episodes directly into your downloads and hit us up with a review because we've collected a whole bunch of reviews on the Think Fit, Be Fit network on that platform by itself, but we're really keen and would be so excited to see some Peach Pit specific reviews. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode and enjoy this clip.
The thing is, is with so many different, we certainly see it a lot in back training, but it comes up in any kind of training, training of any, could come up in any, and a lot of different exercises for different body parts. Um, The idea that you see people doing the same thing over and over. And I'm going to say, I don't, I'm just because I don't know a better word at the moment incorrectly. <laughs> and that's, I don't want to ever be like, no, that's not, that's wrong. That's right. Cause there can be like good reasons for why you're doing something. There can be strategic, mm-hmm. but a lot of times you, if you didn't know anything and you kept going to the gym over and over and you kept seeing people train back, you would think it was really normal mm-hmm. to initiate a lot of back exercises with momentum. Mm-hmm. The M word. The M um. <laughs> Again, if you're doing it on purpose and for a specific reason, yeah, okay, cool. But a lot of people are like, that's the way you perform that exercise, and so that's the way I'm going to perform that exercise. Yeah, and that's where it gets, yeah, where we could be more efficient with our exercise, and we wouldn't have to. I don't, you know, I I don't like the like the whole idea of like the ego lift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you've been used to training with a certain weight and somebody's like, I want you to, d- to deduct that weight by half and do it differently. That can be a real mind mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm. So if I put myself in the shoes of a gym staff yes, and I don't, speak much English. I don't know what people are saying. I'm just doing my job, but I've, I'm observing at the same time. Right. I would definitely think it was normal for people to use momentum, the, you know, in a back exercise, Yes, like a seesaw, you know, I think it yes. would, I think that it would be very normal and comfortable for my observational eye and that it would be a little abnormal to see let's say me at the gym with my sometimes electrical stim on going at a slow controlled pace and, you know, in enjoying that slow controlled pace, right? Like that would be the abnormal sighting. So if you don't know what we're talking about yet, <laughs> just in case, imagine the weight stack moving fast and the person also moving quite quickly at the same time and like the you know what what what's being produced within that cycle of effort and resistance right most likely the person is using the speed to bypass maybe like weakness or control or just get it done quickly to say that they hit a certain number and hit a certain number of repetitions. And, you know, um, to Meredith and I, it looks sloppy. We'll just kind of say in our head, like, oh, maybe it's their drop set <laughs> or, or just something to make it sugar-coated and walk on. Yeah. I generally try to just not look, but like, but I, but also like, it was cool though in my, in, in just like looking through stuff on YouTube. I mean, I definitely see people demonstrate, even people that are talking intelligently about like the mechanics and like when they show it in the video, it's like, they're thrusting the weight, they're hoisting mm-hmm. the weight or using hip 
momentum hit back, you know, yeah. to try and like get ahead of the weight or something. What an amazing episode that was. You can hear more great banter and tips like these when you follow Peach Pit Fitness Podcast by using the link in the show notes or by searching Peach Pit Fitness in your podcast app.